TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of uh, Nature Notes with our natural son, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks down near Jordan, Minnesota that make the best patio furniture in the whole world. It's called By the Yard. We'll talk to Jim about that coming up in a few minutes. I want to talk a little bit, if I may, uh, some early fall birding tips from Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. Keep feeding the hummingbirds, they say. You can leave up to two weeks after you have seen the last hummingbird. Keep out bird baths as well. Put out some white millet to attract migrating birds. And please, they say, keep bird feeders clean to prevent diseases. Something special, Cardinal Corner is 30 years old, and they are celebrating with an anniversary sale Thursday the 28th through Sunday the 1st of October. Now, on Friday the 29th is between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Pam and Lee will clean your bird feeder, weather permitting. There'll be in-store drawings in both locations. Of course, lots of sale items from 20 to 50% off at both locations. Great time to do some Christmas shopping. And don't forget to get all sorts of tips from their monthly newsletter. It's free. Subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, open seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Here's the number, 651-455-6556 or online at cardinalcorner.com. Dot com. Cardinal Corner, you'll find, is really more than just a bird seed store. Well, good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. I uh, suppose what, what we might do is to tell our listener friends that we are recorded today, and there's a good reason for that. And tell us why. Well, uh, Sandy, my wife Sandy and myself, are serving as hosts for a trip to Austria and Germany. Uh, the trip through Michael Kenny's Defined Destination was advertised a Nature Note show a few months ago, and uh, right now at this time, when you know when this is being aired, we are in Austria. Wow, beautiful country! I'll report back the next week. Very good. Well, in the meantime, let's do our usual Nature Notes. Okay. Well, this morning, September twenty fourth, sunrise seven o three, sunset seven o six. So today in the Twin Cities area, we have 12 hours and 3 minutes of daylight. Now, that doesn't make sense to people who just looked at Friday's autumnal equinox when every place on Earth was at 12 hours of night and 12 hours of sunshine. But that's, we're not taking in consideration um, the bending of the light rays when we say that we would have 11 hours, 54 minutes, of daylight, but when we talk about the bending of right, light rays, then we end up with 12 hours and 3 minutes. That's who the people are always thinking about these things and call me later on. <laughs> we, we have lost 3 minutes of daylight since yesterday, 22 minutes since last Sunday, and 3 hours and 33 minutes is a total daylight loss since June 20th, our summer solstice, and first day of astronomical summer, and of course, the longest daylight period of the year. 
we still have three hours and 16 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, our winter solstice, first day of astronomical winter, and the shortest daylight period of the year. For today, the normal high is 68 and the normal low, 49. Records for today, September 24th, in the Twin Cities include a high set 82 years ago, 89, high of 89 set in 1935. The low was set 75 years ago, 30 degrees in 1942. On this date in 1934, we had the most recorded rain. It was a little over an inch, 1.06. And on this day in 1985, it snowed nearly one half inch on the Twin Cities. The crescent moon uh, rises at 11.28 this morning and sets tonight at 9.47. This coming Wednesday, September 27th, is the first quarter moon. And Thursday, October 5th, is our next full moon, and that's known as the harvest moon. Lots of neat things happening outdoors right now. But one thing that's kind of tough to take for people who love to jump off the dock, the swimming season is ending as lake water temperatures drop into the low 60s. See, 70 degrees is considered the cutoff for safe swimming. Rafts of American coots arrive on southern Minnesota lakes Ruby-throated hummingbirds continue to visit southern Minnesota feeding stations, but their numbers are decreasing. Most hummingbirds left northern Minnesota by September 12th and will leave southern Minnesota, the southern part of our state, by the next day or two. But keep at least one sugar water feeder up until well into October for any of the late hummers that may be coming by. Look for the first common milkweed pods to open and shed brown seeds on silvery parachutes. The attractive plume-like silver-white tops of Japanese silvergrass, that's also called miscanthus, are especially showy in low-angle sunlight. Now, this grass has become very, very common in in uh, garden plantings, but it's a tall plant that needs to be put in the back of an area. Apple growers continue picking, picking sweet tango, Cortland, Macintosh, Honeycrisp apples, and the commercial potato harvest throughout Minnesota is in full swing. Of the 1,700 species of flowering plants that grow wild in Minnesota, about one-fourth or 425 might be considered wildflowers. Whether a wild plant is a wildflower depends on its appearance, where it grows, and who sees it. A certain plant could be a wildflower, a weed, or just a bit of natural green, depending upon any one person's point of view. But right now, we have several species of goldenrods and asters blooming. Heath aster blooms in white along roadsides, and zigzag goldenrod displays its golden yellow flowers on the woodland edges. Jewelweed, also called spotted touch-me-not, blooms in wet areas, wet soil conditions, and pearly everlasting and tall sunflowers are showy up north. Jerusalem artichoke is a robust perennial sunflower 
blooming in southern Minnesota. With a northwest wind and clearing skies, expect to see large numbers of migrating hawks passing over Hawk Ridge and Duluth. In addition to raptors migrating over Hawk Ridge, lately some of the non-raptors seen migrating through Hawk Ridge in Duluth include thousands of cedar waxwings, blue jays, good numbers of pine siskins, American goldfinches, purple finches, and various warblers. David and Mary Brislance from Lutzen report that seeing many small flocks, including medium-sized flocks, too, of American crows, blue jays, and northern flickers heading southwest down the north shore of Lake Superior. That must be a beautiful sight. Now, what much of what I've been talking about this morning is from the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide calendars. The 2018 editions are now available in bookstores like Wild Rumpus in the Linden Hills area of Minneapolis, the Valley Booksellers in Stillwater, and the All Seasons Wild Bird Stores in Bloomington, Egan, Minnetonka, Wyzetta, and White Bear Lake. Denny, do we have time for a little more? Do you yeah, want to I was going to, I was going to, oh, no, let, let, we can do that, we can do both, but I wanted to ask you again, how many years has that calendar been around now? 41. Wow! And it's been my privilege to write the phonology for it for all 41 years. You know, I've I've said it for years that it, it's such a great gift for a lot of uh, CCO land folks who maybe have moved to other parts of the country. It kind of brings home back to them, doesn't it? I know. Somebody who's maybe moved to Arizona or yeah. Mexico or, or California, they hey, this is what's happening in Minnesota right now. It's beautiful photographs. There's a, a form of it. That's called we call the wall calendar, and then there's another form that we could sit on your desk, and it would be called the engagement calendar, and then that has um, more more photos in it. Sure. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, talk a little bit at uh, this juncture about by the art furniture. For those that don't know what Jim and I have talked about every every Sunday morning, this is a CCLN company that uh, makes this furniture down in Jordan, Minnesota, out of recycled plastic milk jugs. But as Jim and I will tell you from experience, it's not featherweight stuff. It's very substantial no. furniture, right? You would never, never guess it was made out of recycled no. milk jugs. It, uh, and the color goes all the way through. Yeah, you're, never, you're not going to see it fade. fade. Yeah, and, and what I, again, I mention this all the time, but what attracted me to it, maybe you too, Jim, is that you don't have to store it. If you're limited for storage space, you leave it outside. You're in and you're out. Great stuff. In fact, oh. on average, I found, I've mentioned this before, that on average, people replace their patio sets every two to three years. You won't be doing that with buy there. You'll be adding to it, but you won't be getting rid of it. That's for and sure. And you get down to your kids and grandkids. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, all they do there in Jordan is, is outdoor furniture, and they do it so well. Let me give you a phone number. A lot of folks call after Jim's show. I'll give you a website, too. This family-run business are great folks. 952 492 2777. They have a toll-free number, 877-220-0448. Or if it's easier, get on the web at buytheyard.net and ask for that free color catalog. You're going to love that furniture like Jim and I do at our house. Oh, right. just the other day I was looking. Ours is green. We have like 10 or 10 pieces out in front of our home. And I was looking at it, and it's this green that's out there all year round. But then I'm looking at the fall colors coming on fast throughout CCO land. 
and this green and, and then this fall colors in our own neighborhood. Well, we're seeing touches and patches and sometimes whole deciduous trees, shrubs, and vines in autumn color. Um, I, some of the things that I wrote down that, that people are seeing, this is throughout the entire CCO land, into western Wisconsin, into the Dakotas, and so on. We're seeing reds on the leaves of shrubs like smooth sumacs, gray dogwoods, and red rosier dogwoods. Tones of red on the leaves of Virginia creeper vines. Burnt oranges and reds on sugar maples. Reds and yellows and oranges on staghorn sumacs. <clears throat> Excuse me. On golden yellows on American elms, American basswoods, green ashes and paper birches, and sunny yellows on wild grape and box elder leaves. It truly is a great time to live in CCO land. Do we have time for a little more? We, we have about a minute or so to go. Well, let me say something about Ward Johnson again from Minneapolis. He's taken his interest in the conservation of monarch butterflies very seriously. He and his wife have formed a Save Our Monarchs Foundation has made it possible for about 2,600,000 packets of milkweed seeds to be distributed. Milkweeds are the key to our monarch survival because their leaves are what the female monarchs lay their eggs on and the caterpillars feed on. Now, the idea that Ward has is this. Save our monarchs one milkweed plant at a time. He sure could use some help from many CCO listeners and their friends. The common milkweed pods are about three to four inches long and are still mostly green, but some are opening. Now, when they're dry and opening, that's when the brown seeds should be collected. Try to collect at least four ounces. That's a fourth of a pound. That's me seeds. Check their website. It's called SaveOurMonarchs.org. SaveOurMonarchs.org for information to where to send the seeds. This is something that a lot of people can do. Little kids can do this. Yeah, classrooms. So yeah, like me can do this. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, we can help. And these seeds will be distributed for these milkweed plants to grow uh, next summer uh, to welcome the monarchs back from Mexico. Sounds like a wonderful idea, a wonderful plan. Jim, I know we're both going to be live back next week. Uh, you're on tour. I am too. But we'll be back with a live show next week. And I hope you have a safe journey back to CCO land, Jim. You too, and all the people with you. And we'll uh, share notes good on, deal. Uh, on travel. Sounds good. Thank you, Jim. Okay. Bye-bye. Sure. Bye Jim, Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning with more Nature Notes here on 830-WCCO. Then you all hear some early fall birding tips from Pamela Cardinal Corner. Keep feeding those hummingbirds. Leave up to two weeks after you've seen the last one. And keep out the bird baths. And put out white millet to attract migrating birds. And please keep those bird feeders clean to prevent diseases. Cardinal Corner is 30 years old. They're celebrating with an anniversary sale Thursday, September 28th through Sunday, October 1st. On Friday, the 29th, between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., Pam and Lee will clean your bird feeder, weather permitting. There'll be in-store drawings in both locations. And, of course, lots of sale items from 20 to 50% off both locations. Great time to do some early Christmas shopping. Don't forget to sign up for the monthly newsletter. It is free. Just go to cardinalcorner.com. They are open seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Call them, 651-455-6556 or online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, more than just a bird seed store. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.